Welcome to the Word of Life Tabernacle Podcast, where we know one word from God can change your life today. From wherever you are listening, we hope you are encouraged by this week's message. Well, welcome all our members, partners, covenant friends, wherever you're streaming from around the world or in some other state. We love you this morning. We're excited about the Word of God. We've been preaching this series, Living Life Without Fear, and we will continue that same topic this morning uh, as we move toward the end of this year and all into next year. God spoke to me early this year and said there will be unprecedented things that will happen that we are seeing. Uh, nah, besides COVID-19, who would have thought that our lives would be changed forever that have affected not only the economy, but the sports arena, the school system, uh, life as we know it. And so uh, what the enemy will try to do is stoke fear because of all the changes. But we are God's people, and we can live a life without fear. So I want to encourage you to go back to YouTube channel, even uh, every message that I preach. Beyond this series, you can always go to www.worldlife.tv, and uh, you can not only log on live to the teaching, which we'll be streaming also on Tuesday nights, at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but you can go back to our YouTube channel and you can pull up any of these messages 24-7 and faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God and be blessed uh, anytime. So I encourage you to become a student of God's word. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so you gotta have study habits, not just streaming on Sunday morning, and Tuesday night, that's good, but you got to have your own personal time with God. Uh, you must have your own personal revelation of Jesus Christ. Jesus spoke to Peter, one of his closest disciples, that walked to him and asked him the question, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And Peter answered, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some said that you're Elias or one of the prophets, but he said, whom say ye that I am? You got to know him personally. And Peter said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Flesh and blood have not revealed this, Simon, by Jonah, but my father, which is in heaven. So you can't live off other people's revelation. So thank God for streaming, but you need to be spending time in the word of God doing this COVID-19 thing. Some of us have been furloughed. Some people are working. Thank God for those that are working. Some people are working from at home. But make sure that you make word time. God told Joshua, meditate in my word day and night and observe to do according to all that's written therein and you'll make your way prosperous and have good success. Also, I've encouraged all members and partners and covenant friends about early voting. We've been talking about that. Uh, if you have a pen and uh, paper or pencil, uh, write this down. Early voting, you can go to North Carolina, ncvoters.org, ncvoters.org. And early voting begins October the 15th through October the 31st. And we encourage you to do so, particularly during this pandemic because they're expecting heavy turnout. And also there are people who wanna just feel safer. Uh, so you can already uh, register also at this same uh, NC, again, voter.org. NC, which stands for North Carolina, voter.org. Early voting begins October uh, the 15th 
through the 31st, you can register. And also, if you want to vote by mail, which is very safe and convenient due to different uh, opinions, uh, don't let anyone suppress your vote. Don't feel like you got to go out and expose yourself to COVID-19 and long lines. It's your option. But you can go to, here again, write this down, vote by mail. votebymail.ncsbe.g. O -B. Again, that is votebymail.ncsbe.gov, or G-O-V, which is very secure. You say, how can I know? Oh, it will be confirmed. We've already sent out the NSB. They will confirm that you, you, they got your vote, or you can go online. So contrary to the misinformation that is out here, don't let anyone suppress your vote. And like I said, some people are born with the privilege to vote. Their people had to do nothing. They were just born. But there are other people who had to give their life. The other people, such as Mega Edgar, Martin Luther King, uh, John Lewis, who literally gave their life to have the privilege to vote. And to me, it's saying that blood is in vain not to do anything. It's your business who you vote for, but you do need to let your voice be heard. So... God bless you. If you have any more questions, call the church office. You know the number here. Let's get ready to get right into the word of God. Uh, we're talking about living life without fear. Um, redeemed from fear would be my topic, subtopic this morning. Redeemed from fear. Living life without fear. I'm going to continue to teach on this. We're going to have a fear-free congregation, praise God, if you obey the word of God. Now, I can't. Uh, keep fear out of your life. That is your responsibility. Jesus said in St. John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 27, My peace I give unto you, not as the world give, give I unto thee. Then he made this profound statement, Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That's your responsibility. If there's trouble, fear in your heart, it's because you're allowing it. We don't have to live a life of fear. I'm talking about as Christians. Why? When we were born again, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Amen. He didn't give it. So it comes from the devil. Satan is the spirit of fear himself. He's the coward. He's the one if you resist him in the name of Jesus. The Bible says he'll flee. He's the coward. So only cowards use fear to try to control other people. And don't let the fear of COVID-19, the fear of the economy, the fear of any type of fear, fear of heights. You know, they call them phobias, arachnophobia, claustrophobia. It's just fear. Ain't no phobia. Uh, I ain't going to give it to no type of phobia. Are you listening to me? They try to put a cute name on it. Well, you know, she just got claustrophobia. She did, you know, she's arachnophobia and so and so. No, no, I, God didn't give us no type of phobia. That's just another name for fear. Hallelujah. All right, let's get in, into the word of God. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. We're talking about redeemed from fear. Now, before I go to that, I want, let's put up the definition of redeem because we need a clear uh, definition of the word redeem. What do it mean to redeem? Some of you from the old school, how many of you used to hustle bottles when you were a little kid? Yeah, they can be redeemed. Five cent, ten cent bottle. What does that mean? That means that mean you held on to them Coke bottles. 
Come on, you kept your wagon, man. <laughs> we go hunt bottles. Why? They're redeemable. They was bought one time, but the store will take them and buy them back and give you a nickel and give you a sum of dime for that big 16 ounce. Man, that was two for a penny cookies, and you can try for a lucky ball. Are you listening to me? Some of you know what I'm talking about. The rest of you don't, don't, you don't need the young people. Lucky balls. What are you talking about? <laughs> two for a penny cookies. So, so what happened when, when, when Adam sinned, we were sold, he sold us into sin. We became slaves to Satan. We belonged to God to begin with. Adam was in communion and in fellowship with God. But after Adam's sin, Satan became the God of this world. But Jesus came to redeem us. He came and shed his blood, paid the price to buy us back and bring us back into fellowship with God. So to redeem means to buy back and purchase one's freedom by paying the ransom note. To buy back and purchase one's freedom by paying the ransom note. What was the ransom note for, for that was held over our lives? Adam's sin that had passed upon all men. We was held ransom by Satan. He came to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, I will come and buy them back. Well, salvation is not free. It costs cost him something. It costs him his blood. And I'm going to redeem them to totally set them free. I'm going to redeem them from sin, sickness, disease, poverty, fear, COVID-19 or whatever. I'm going to buy them back. Now, I want you to get the re revelation of freedom. Freedom, true freedom. If you're free from something, that means it's been paid for. If I told everybody at the end of this uh, service, I'm going to be giving free iPads to every person here. Now, they've already been paid for. Just an example. So someone faith said, hallelujah. Now, I'm just teaching an example. I heard someone, glory. And I said, now, the ushers will be outside passing out the free iPads for everybody. They've already been purchased and paid for by Pastor Diggs. What that mean? They are free. And all you got to do is receive something free is receive it. Well, what if someone got out there and said, wait a minute, this thing is going to cost you $200, and you paid $200 and $200. I thought, no, this is $200. You got home and found out it was free. Make you kind of mad, don't it? Well, I, well I'm not going to pay twice for something that's already been paid. Healing belongs to you. You're not the sick trying to get healed. It's been purchased. Prosperity belongs to you. Peace belongs to you. Everything Jesus died to pay the price for, he redeemed us. He bought it back. Hallelujah. And I made up my mind, anything Jesus paid a price to, for me to have, then I'm going to receive it. What about you? I'm going to fight for it. Hallelujah. If that's my DVD or whatever it is that I'm, I'm, I'm said I was giving you all free out the iPad, you are, I'll fight you. In the church, pastor said it's paid for. Now give me my iPad. Okay, bro, I just want you to see that's someone who know their redemption. The devil try to talk you out of your healing. Now take all of that and put it with this scripture we're about to read. Galatians chapter 3. We're talking about redeemed from fear. Verse 13 and 14. And always notice the tent, the tent of a subject. Christ hath meaning past tense. Verse 13, Christ has redeemed us from what? 
the curse of the law. How? Being made a curse for us, as it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. Why? That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. That just means those without God. That was you and I, through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. The same day the curse was broken off of your life, Jesus made a curse for us, was the same day the blessing came on us. There was an exchange. Hallelujah. He became sick that we might be healed. He became poor that we might be rich. He became weak that we, the same day the curse. So don't let nobody tell you you're under a family curse. The curse of the father and this curse runs in my family. No, if you're in the family, God healing runs in our family. Deliverance runs in our family. Redemption runs in our family. Are you let protection runs in our too many times we hold on to our natural heritage more than we do our spiritual heritage. You know, my 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 mom and my 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 grandmom and all that, we all run high blood pressure run. You know, cancer run on my sister's side. My sister had it, my sister's sister could, and we hold on. Hey, that's your natural heritage. You've been redeemed. You're in the family of God. Quit claiming your natural heritage and understand your spiritual heritage from God. Healing runs in our family. Abundance runs in our family, not poverty. Success, you're in a new family. So that must become a reality. Now look at this thing. Let's, let's look at it from the Amplified. Put it up in Amplified. It makes it even plainer. Christ purchased. See what I'm talking about? A lot of people say salvation is free. You know what? Cause Jesus something. Just like, you know, the vote is free. No, it calls certain people some. Some people gave their lives. That right had to be purchased by blood. Well, Jesus' blood. The Bible says Christ purchased our freedom. How? Redeeming us from the curse of the law. With Adam's sin, we was all put on a curse. Curse was the ground. Curse was man. Sickness, disease, poverty, death. Hurricanes, uh, tsunamis, uh, all of that was a result of the curse. The Bible says the whole creation came under curse. But Christ said, no, I'm going to go down and I'm going to pay the price. I'm going to redeem them from the, the curse, the doom. And I like this. And it's condemnation. Don't never let the enemy condemn you and beat you up over your faults and failures. You always miss it. You did this. I'm going to bless you after how you acted. No, we're redeemed from condemnation. Romans chapter 8, verse 1 said, there is now. When is now? What about right now? There is now no condemnation to them that are in Christ who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. He redeemed us not on the curse of law, but from the condemnation by himself. How? Becoming a curse for We don't need to take that light. He became a curse for us. He was a sacrificial lamb. He took out sickness, disease, part, everything that came as a curse of the law. COVID-19, cancer, AIDS, everything that came as a curse. Christ literally became a curse for us on that cross. He bore poverty. Sickness. We, he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The test time of our peace upon. And with his strife, we are. So everything that was bad, everything that was called sickness and disease, it came. Christ said, you know what? I'm going to become that on the cross for them. For it is written in the scripture, curse is everyone. And we're going to talk about that who hangs on the tree of the cross. 
Let me just say this before you move or hold that there. The cross, and I'm not trying to desecrate the cross because I know some of you got one on this morning. Bless God, you ain't talking about my cross. Well, I want to remind you, Prince, Michael Jackson, Madonna, all of them wore crosses. There's no spiritual thing. You know, are you listening to me? You know, uh, the crosses represents a curse. I know we, yeah, yeah, and don't get me wrong. See, what happened, you watched Dracula too much growing up. And what it was, you'll see Dracula, and then the sun will go down, and then the coffin would open, he'll rise up, and he'll turn to a bat and fly around. And they said, now, if you're the way that you get rid of Dracula, you got to get the cross. That's what the movie said, so they get the cross. So you thought, wow, that cross got power until you watched the Exorcist. And that preacher, <laughs> the priest was going upstairs and that, that demon had that girl turn her head around and all that spitting out green lava and everything. And he come in there, I, the cross, the cross, the cross, the cross, the blood, the blood, the blood, but the cross, the cross, the cross. And that, the, that demon jumped on him, the cross, and took him out the window. So the cross didn't save you. The guy who died on the cross did. So the cross don't have no power within itself. And I'll show you that in a minute. So I know, so don't get mad at me and don't, you don't have to hide your cross. It's okay to wear a cross, but you can be wearing a moon. For the devil concerned, he ain't scared of no cross. You have a, a chair hanging around your neck. They ain't gonna, you know. Curses everyone to hang on the cross to the end that the receiving of Jesus Christ, see, the blessing, Thank God the curse of it came, promised to us, Abraham and the seed, came upon the Gentiles, you and I, so that by faith, all that we might receive the realization of the promise of the Holy Spirit, all that the Holy Spirit, through the word of God, promised us, healing, deliverance, everything crossed. He said that you might receive that. So my first statement is simply this. Jesus purchased our freedom by becoming a curse for us on the cross. He redeemed us. He bought us back. We were all held hostage by sin. <laughs> and the ransom note said it's going to cost something. You know how it is. You don't see movies like that. Well, I want you to have $4 million and put it in a, in a bag and drop it under the bridge and so on. So there's a ransom out of Well, we sin. Adam sold us into slavery. Sickness, disease, part. The curse came on everyone. And there had to be, watch this, a redeemer. See, Christ has redeemed us. He's the redeemer. And so the Bible, here it says, Jesus purchased our freedom then by becoming a curse for who? Us on the cross. Why? That the blessing of Abraham might come on our life through Jesus Christ. Christ redeemed us that the blessing of Abraham. Now, scripture reference to let you know it wasn't free. Our first one is 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19, and then we're going to go to Deuteronomy 22 and 23. Look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19. You must know then and recognize that you were not redeemed. There it go, ransom. 
It was a ransom note. We was being held captive. You were not redeemed, redeemed excuse me, from the useless, fruitless way of living inherited by the traditions of your fathers. No, not by corruptible things, watch this, such as silver and gold. It just couldn't pay the price. There's not enough money to buy your healing. There wasn't enough money in Fort Knox or nowhere else or no bank to buy uh, our, our redemption. But what, what, what was it then? But you were purchased, wow, by the precious blood of Christ. See, salvation, the choice is free, but it cost Jesus something. Cost him his life. You was purchased. He, was, he bought us back. You're not your only more. You've been bought with a price. By the precious blood of Christ, the Messiah, like a sacrificial lamb, hold it up, without blemish or spot. And it had to be spotless blood. It had to be blood that was pure. That's why when Jesus was born, the Bible prophesied that he shall be born of a virgin. Huh? Joseph, the Bible says Mary was espoused to Joseph and she got pregnant by the Holy Ghost and by the word of God. See, it was the word of God. But you got to remember, Joseph was a natural man just like anybody else. I mean, you know, what if you went out to, to war, Afghanistan, and you hadn't touched your wife, and you were gone for a year, and you didn't touch her, and before you left, she wasn't pregnant, then she, you come back home on your, your first leave from tour, and she's pregnant, and say, guess what? I got a child by the Holy Ghost. Would you just go, praise the Lord? No. And Joseph was just like it. The Bible says he thought about putting her away privately. The Holy Ghost came on you. No, no, somebody else came on you, but none of Come on. But God spoke to him and let him know that the seed is holy and it's from me, it's from God. Are you listening to me? So therefore, Jesus was not the son of Joseph and Mary. God bless y'all Catholics. Don't get mad at me. Holy Mary, Holy Mary, Mary, Dodd, Mary. Yeah, but it wasn't Mary who said it with Jesus, his son. Mary's a good woman. I love her. You love her. Thank God. But the seed was not Joseph's seed because the blood had to be pure blood. It was the blood of God. Joseph's blood, all the other prophets' blood was contaminated. That's why when you want to know who the baby is, all you got to do is watch Myra. Find the daddy. They don't say nothing about the mama. They do that blood test on that daddy. And the blood determined. So the blood was not Joseph. It was not Abraham. It was not Moses. I nobody blood. It was the blood of Almighty God. A lamb without spot. So it cost him something. But thank God when that blood was shed, it was for your healing, your deliverance, your redemption. I'm not trying to get redeemed. I am redeemed. And let the redeemer of the Lord say so. I'm redeemed from COVID-19. I'm redeemed from accidents. I'm redeemed from poverty. The price has been paid and I'm legally free. But redemption must be enforced. Because Satan is a thief. He'll try to steal your help, steal your money. The Bible says resist him. So legally we are free. Said, said I'm redeemed by the blood of the lamb. I'm redeemed from sin, sickness, disease, 
poverty, fear, COVID-19, cancer, accidents. The price has been paid legally for my redemption. And I'm saying so. Angels of God, go forth. Hearken to the voice of my words and take charge over me and my family in all that we do. I'm redeemed. We're redeemed. No evil shall befall me. No plague or accidents come now where I dwell. A thousand shall fall at my side. Ten thousand at my right hand. But it won't come near me because I'm redeemed. Give him praise if you believe it. Legally. Healing is yours. Prosperity is yours. He purchased it. How? Becoming a curse fall. Now, I want to show you talking about that curse. Go to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. 21 and verse 22. See, that's why I said the cross. Don't get so holy about the cross. Because the cross represented a curse. You know, in the Old Testament, you remember when the, when the Bible says that there came up those snakes, they murmured and complained, and vipers bit them. You remember that story? Because they murmured and complained. And the Bible says that, that they put a snake on a pole. I used to wonder why you don't put a snake on a pole. And said everyone that would look at that serpent would live. Well, that serpent was represented of Jesus. He became a curse. He became the substitute. Everyone that looked to Jesus lived. We was in bound by sin, sickness, disease. But when we looked to Jesus, we lived. And if a man have committed a sin, word of devil, he didn't commit sin. He bore our sin. He carried our disease. He shall be put to death. And thou shalt hang him on what? A tree which represents a cross. Keep going. And the body shall not remain there all night upon the tree, but thou shalt be in any wise that same day you should bury him. For he that hangs, he that is hanged or on that tree of crucified is what? A curse by God. That the land may not be defiled with the Lord thy God give it to her. He said he that hang on the tree. So the cross that tree represented a curse. Ain't no power in that cross. It was who that was hanging on the cross. So you can take the cross all you want and tell the devil, I just say, I resist you with the cross. You better the devil knock that cross off. The cross don't have no power. It was he that died on the cross. His name is Jesus. Are you listening to me, somebody? So thank God he became a curse. He took our sicknesses, cancer, leukemia, lupus, high blood pressure, COVID-19. That was part of the curse. It all got in this body. Our every mental patient, every person that ever lost their mind and went in a mental institution, he paid the price for our peace. Hallelujah. And then he paid the price for our sins. Hallelujah. By shedding his own blood. It wasn't corruptible thing. It was the precious blood of Jesus, spotless blood. Paid the part, became, took our poverty, took our sins and sicknesses and diseases. And when he did, you need to read, praise God, Isaiah 52, because it talks about him. I think verse 13 and 14. This picture of Jesus was not a beautiful little guy with the had a couple of scars and a couple of house nails hanging on a cross with a little rope. No, the Bible says he was stripped, first of all. And the Bible says if you should look upon him, he had no form or resemblance of a man. That curse.
curse had eaten at his body, sickness and disease, cancer, leukemia, everything began to permeate in his body, praise. He became a curse. And when they took the cat of nine tails, they just didn't whip his body. It went across his face. He was disfigured. The Bible says that he said in Psalm 22, you can count my bones. His bones were exposed. His rib came. His meat. When they, when they took that spirit, went in his side and his guts fell out. All of his organs was laying there. It wasn't no pretty picture. That was all a picture of the curse. He bore our weaknesses, sicknesses, pain, poverty to the point that he didn't even resemble a man. They thought God smit him. But God laid it all on Jesus so that we could be healed, so that we could be redeemed, so that we wouldn't have to be sick. We wouldn't have to be bad. We could be redeemed. Somebody need to give God some praise for what our Savior did. So, so the cross, and keep your cross. I don't want you, don't go hiding it now. I'm just trying to let you know there ain't no power in it. You can take the cross and the enemy will come in. The Bible says resist them in my name. Cast out devil. He didn't say take the cross. Like I said, you got definitely watching too much Hollywood Draco. That was the devil trying to deceive you instead of using the name. When he come in your bedroom, you got out of crossing. The devil started laughing and said, lock the door. This going to be good. <laughs> He think the cross got the power. No. Cross was a curse. All right? So we're not desecrating the cross. Now, let's look at Isaiah 43. We're talking about redeemed from fear. Y'all guys learning anything? Hallelujah. Because I'm not going to fear. I done made up my mind. Glory be to God. See, you got to protect your heart. You got to watch what you look at. But you're hearing that. See, all of this information, misinformation going on, all this fear, this is coming, that's coming on the earth, all this stuff. You know, like I said, <laughs> don't get mad at me. If, you, if y'all don't want me to talk about all of this fear that's being stoked and division, quit sending it to Pastor Dick's house. Because I got a right to anything show up at my door and, I'm, and, it, and it's not of God, I'm going to rebuke it. But then I'm going to go tell on the devil. You're not going to scare me into going this way or that way. But God has not given me a spirit of fear. He meets my needs according to his riches and glory. Long as he's on the throne, I've been fine. I've been preaching the word for 45 years. And word of life has done fine regardless of who was in this house or that house. It didn't matter about the ministry. My faith ain't in that. You can't scare me. I'm not going to ever respond to fear. I'm never going to do that because if I open the door to the spirit of fear, I'm opening up the door to the devil. I'm living life without fear. Let me show you why. Look at Isaiah 43. Yeah, you're messing with the wrong dude. You know what I'm talking about? Before I read this, uh, let me tell you something about a dog. You know what a dog is looking for, before he attack you, he senses fear. And it doesn't mean no big German shepherd. It can be a chihuahua. If you get in fear, that little chihuahua will bite you five times. Why? Because you got that fear. Satan can't do anything. Fear is the gasoline that he needs to enter your life. Job 3, 25, 20, 26. The thing I feared the most has come upon me. 
Just like faith is what moves God and activate fear is what moves the devil. I've seen a, a much larger dog. I had to learn this because when I was a young kid, I would run from dogs. Because I just thought, you know, the best way to do it, it doesn't matter how, if you hear a dog, start running. And I got out of the neighborhood somewhere I wasn't supposed to be, and a, here come a big dog, and here come the dog. And I tried to ride my bike, and the boy, I messed around and missed the pedal, and the, the fell down, and the dog, everything. I'm like, oh, my God, Mama told me not to come. But she was praying for me. And that big child that got this close, getting ready, rah, 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 eat me up. I look out the corner of my eye, here come a German shepherd. Two ways. I like, this is it. <laughs> Didn't know it, but when that child got this close, that German shepherd hit that child around the throat. I got up on my body. That was an angel. God sent an angel. Mama was praying for me. But I learned not to run. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I'm, not, I'm not, I mean, it's good to have a gun <laughs> and a knife. That helped. I used to get on trails and, and then people be, you know, they don't be walking the dog, dog be walking in. No, he won't bite. He, no, he won't bite. You get your dog. And I just felt so vulnerable. Like if, if that dog would have broke loose, he would have mauled me. So when I started jogging, I would get me a little pocket knife. Just in case. That Susie couldn't handle Max. Oh, Max is playing. I didn't ask to play with Max. Get him. He's trying to bite me. But I'll never forget one of those big dogs broke loose on me, cornered me, German Shepherd. And I just said, No! I acted crazy as a dog. I said, Rah! I said, He's crazy. Yeah, I am. No! And I just kept saying, no! No, I'm back. I wouldn't let that fear. Satan is of a fear in you. And if you give in to it, fear just don't leave. After you give it, it stays in your life in every area. Now, I'm not telling you what to do. You do it with your dog's own way. I'm talking about stuff I had to learn. All right? Don't be talking about, Pastor told me to say no, and I said no, and he bit me anyhow. I'm going to get back. No, don't. You, I didn't tell you to do that. I told you what I did. <laughs> Obviously, you went in faith. Because faith is called a shield. So <laughs> you were trying to be in faith. Y'all got Isaiah 43 yet? But now, thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob. He that has formed thee, O Israel. Look, if you didn't have to fear, God wouldn't say, fear not. He didn't say, do your best. Try not to fear. Fear not. Why? What's the next verse? Isaiah 43, verse 1. Fear not. Why? I have redeemed thee. See, you're redeemed from fear. The price has been paid. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. The blood of Jesus has paid the price for your healing, your prosper. Yeah, but the economy and this and that and this is happening. And what if they shut down this? And you know the school system and we out of this and they ain't going back yet. And I'm on furlough and blah. Fear not! You think I didn't know COVID-19 was coming? I'm God. Why? I've redeemed you. I've already paid the price what you, for what you worried about. And not only that, I've called you by my name, 
thou art mine. You belong to me. I'll take care of you. I'll protect you. I'm your redeemer. I'll heal your body. I'll provide your protection. I'll pay your bill. You are mine. And I'm no deadbeat father. I take care of my own. Fear not. I got a father who calls me by my name, praise God. You might not know who I am, but before the foundation of the world, he said, I knew you, praise God. The very hairs of your head are numbered, and if you lost all of them, I still got the original count because I'm almighty God. I know your weaknesses. I know your strength. I know about the bills. I know about the pressure. I know they've been calling you and saying this, but don't you fear. You deal with the fear. I'll deal with the enemy. Fear not. Shout it. Fear not. I'm redeemed. He's called me by his name. He's called me by his name. He knows me personally. When I'm before I got saved, when I was in the out there doing drugs and alcohol and quaaludes and pills and going to rock concert, when I was doing, you know, all that, you know, smoking reefer in the back in the corner in the booth and all that drunk and howl for this and that, God knew me then. I don't know what I'm speaking to this because somebody's facing something and if I don't know if it's a court case, if it's a diagnosis, fear not, you're redeemed. Not everything going to be all right. I prophesy everything is all right. No weapon formed against you is going to prosper. The money is on the way. The door is being opened. All God says, if you just trust me, I'll give you something money came by that's called favor. I'll turn it around. And what the enemy meant for evil, I'll cause it to work for your good. I don't care what's coming across the television. I don't care what type of ads are going call. Fear not. You're redeemed. It's going to be all right. And then it gets better. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm going through. When thou passes through the water. I don't care how high the water gets. What type of storm you in. He says, you know why you don't have to fear? I'm going to be with you. And through the river. <laughs> yes, sir. The good news is I'm going through. Someone said, oh, pastor, I'm going through hell. That's the good news. You're, not, you're going through hell. That means you're coming out. Are you listening to me? If you stop, you're in the middle of hell. But he said, and through the river. Thou shalt not, they shall not overflow thee. And when thou rockest through the fire. The devil will turn up the heat on your finances, turn up the heat in your body, turn up the heat on your face. He said, no, I'm going to be the fourth man like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That try, I'm going to get in the fire with you. I'm not going to take you out of the fire. I'm going to take the heat out of the flame. And I'm going to hold it. And we're going through this thing. Oh, I feel like preaching this morning. And through, why? Because there's so much junk coming across the tube, coming about this. If this happens, you're going to lose that. Might lose Obamacare. What do they vote out this? What you going to do? That happened. What you going to do? What you going to do? What you going to do? Bad boy, bad boy. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come from you? Bad boy, bad boy. Here they come. Oh, the radicals. They're coming. They're coming to get you. What you going to I'm going to trust God and I'm not going to fear. That's what I'm going to do. 
I'm trusting in El Shaddai, the most high God. Before there was a White House, before there was in, there was the throne of Almighty God. And I don't care what your denomination is, those that trust in the Lord shall not be put to shame. I have no fear. I can go through anything. I've been through anything. And through the fire. Whoo! When you're walking through, thou shalt not be burned. You're going to feel the heat. Devil going to turn up the heat, put pressure on your finances, pressure, but it won't burn you. Hmm, why? You're redeemed. Say, I'm redeemed. Neither shall the fire kindle upon thee. You won't even have the singe of smoke. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, who gave Egypt a ransom in Ethiopia and Seba to thee. Put this up in Amplify. Oh, man, I love this. Because it's going to be me and the devil to the end of the year. The more junk they pump at me, the more I'm going to tear around and preach faith to the people. And now I got a live stream going all over the world. And I want you to know, Pauline and Brian, if y'all listening to me, praise God, in, 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 in uh, Belize right now, Central America, fear not! But now, in spite of your past judgment, you say, but I did this. I said, that's what grace is all about. It ain't because you've been perfect why I going to do it. Isn't he a good God? Unmerited faith. You didn't deserve to get your bill paid. You didn't deserve to heal. He ain't going to get it because of what you did. He's going to do it based on what Jesus did, the blood. You're, you've been purchased. In spite of your past sins, thus saith the Lord. Who created you, O Jacob, who have formed you. Fear not, for I have redeemed. I, per, I paid the price. I, I, and you ransomed you by paying a price instead of leaving you captive. I could have left you in your sin. I could have left you broke. I could have left you sick. I could have left you in a sin that, that in a state that sin caused. But because I love you, Father, prepare me a body. And I'll go down and redeem them. I'll set them free from sickness, disease, and fear, and, and, and poverty. And I've called you by my name. I like that. I am the friend of God. He called me by name. I don't know just something about that, baby. You know, a little swagger. You better watch out. What you, you, you talking to me? Oh, to me? Oh, you won't roll up on this? And he's called. Do you know who I am? I'll call you by your name. When you pass through the water, I'll be with you. And through the river, they will not overflow you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned, scorched, nor will the flame kindle upon you. Why? I'm the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. That's why I ain't, don't need no one to save me. I'll save you. Oh, if I don't win, this is going to die. No, you can't save me. I'm already saved. You don't scare me in anything. There's one God. And no one is like unto him. As long as he's on the throne, it don't matter about all that other stuff. I'm your savior. 
you would think <laughs> you would know it in some people. People are all upset about this and that and then got me. I'm talking about Christians. Because of the spirit of division and fear that's been stoked across the nation. Folks, and just, my God. <laughs> Put your mask on. Take it off. I'm free. Okay, so don't. <laughs> okay, go over there and be free. Why you want to fight me? I'm going to wear my. Where that junk coming from? Not from God. I got to save you. I give Egypt. And I, I want to make people uncomfortable. Write me if you want. I'll just give you the word of God. Because we've been saying a bunch of stuff that's not even in the Bible. See, you might play that game on other folks who don't know the Bible. If you're going to use Proverbs, the sixth chapter, use all of it. Don't tell my God is against those hands that have swept to shed innocent blood. No, it says seven things he does hate. And number one before that is a lying tongue. A liar. And a, he that sows discord. And I'm going to judge fruit. And when you start telling me something is a hoax to start with, and then later on behind closed doors, you should know it's highly contagious. Oh, my God, it's deadly. Oh, yeah, you can breathe it, and it's transmittable. Oh, yeah, and it's being passed, and I don't want the old people, the young people, but I'm going to play it down. And then when you get caught, now, what's so dangerous about that lie? 200,000 people are dying. And you want me to be silent? And you want me to trust you? I'm tired of Christians who are putting their head in the sand who are denying fruit. Jesus said you will know them by their fruit. Satan is the father of lions. And I'm not going to trust anybody. I'm going to trust anybody that's going to call people to die. Tell that to those folks who, whose grandmama, who daddy, who cousin, who mother, who son won't be at the Thanksgiving table. When your lies start causing people lies and the Christians are silent. Oh, no, I'm going to call it out. Why aren't you afraid the people going to leave? If everyone left the church, all our buildings paid for, but they ain't going nowhere because they like the truth. You're the only one that's upset. So if I can't trust you in this area, I'm going to trust you with my life. I got to save you. It's a lie. He said, I give Egypt to the Babylon. I paid the price for your ransom, Ethiopia, Cyber. A providence of Ethiopia for exchange for your release. I did it all to release you. So you can live a life free from fear. So I'm not going to be motivated by fear. No one's going to motivate. I said this, I'm going to keep it. I'll never forget when I got that picture of the magazine wanted me to go to a tax seminar for the church, for the IRS. And they sent me a magazine, and on front of the magazine was a preacher in handcuffs. And the police had him. And he would had his head down, and up above the, on the they said, I thought I was in compliance. And they said, now come to the seminar. 
Early bird, 229. At the door, it's going to be 299. Trying to motivate me by fear. Never make a decision based off of fear. Do what you want to do, but I'm never going to make a decision. You think I'm going to go to that seminar? You're going to scare me into your seminar. Now, I have a Savior. His name is Jesus. Let's put up our statement. I'm getting behind here. Fear not, God will deliver you through the flood and through the flames. Yeah. The opposite of fear is faith. And you want me to have faith in you when you are trying to scare me? You're scared. Why should I trust you? Remember, anyone that's trying to motivate you by fear, fear has already gripped them. I can show you, uh, I'll show you this in a minute, where it says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power. The Amplified says of a, of, of a, a spirit of a coward. He haven't get, so a coward is really scared of you, or he's scared of something. So what a coward have to do is scare you. But I'm really the one scared. I'm scared this might happen, that might happen, I, this might happen to me. Remember all fear, the root of all fear is selfishness. People don't fear for you, they fear for themselves. It's something they think they're going to lose, something they're going to forfeit. You don't fear for me, fear yourself. You don't fear I'm going to lose my house, the devil said you're going to lose yours. You don't fear I ain't going to get my car, you say you ain't going to get yours. You don't fear that I'm going to get sick, it's what if you, see you, I, me. So when people are using fear, it's something that the person motivated by fear is afraid of themselves. And the Bible says, resist the devil and he'll run like a dog. See, uh, when, when you resist in the name of Jesus, fear will leave you. Psalms 23, verse 4 and 5. Yeah, and I'm going to get louder between now and the end of this year. So if you're upset, good. Pray, maybe something in you. Yes, though I walk through the valley, the deepless sun, the valley of the shadow. How many of you know the shadow of a dog never been anybody? Huh? Man, I went mine. There was a light somewhere where I can create a shadow. Let's see what I want to get on this wall. Do I have a shadow on that wall? Y'all, I got a shadow. How many of you can see my shadow? Put your hand up if you see my shadow. All right, let me ask you this. Which one is real, me or the shadow? Okay, so the shatter don't have no power. Huh? But it reminds you that the, somebody real with the power is there. All Satan can do is bring the shatter. Make it look like you're not going to pay the bill. Make it look like you're not going to lose your house payment. Make it look like. But that just should remind you that he that dwells in the secret place of the most high, we come under the shadow of almighty God, the real God. And yea, though I roll through the valley, the sun will shadow death. I will fear or dread no evil. Why? For you're with me. Your rod, protect me and your staff to guide me. They comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the very presence of my enemies. That ain't just talking about the, your haters. Yeah, he's talking about your haters on job. COVID-19 is an enemy. Lack is an enemy. God says when the world don't have that, my table will be full. Come eat. You anoint my head with all. My brimming cup, it runs over. Thank God for the anointing. Mm. Go with me to Isaiah 54. Yep, y'all messed with the wrong preacher. 
I might have better send that email. Don't send that to Pastor Diggs house. Because he'll turn around and preach about it. Yep, you're talking to the wrong one. I have no fear. Why? My faith is in Almighty God. Isaiah 54, 14 and 15, real quick. Y'all with me? We're talking about redeemed from fear. You have Isaiah 54? All right. Look at verse 14. In righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shall be far from oppression. How I many of you know that Satan will try to oppress you and depress you? What's happening in this world now? What the world going? The suicide rate is higher than it's ever been. And young people, old people, because people just feel so oppressed. What's the use, man? All of this chaos and all of this stuff. And oh my God. And oh shoot. And this is happening. And that is happening. And this. And you know, I can understand the world, but I'm talking about Christians. That's what get me. <laughs> Believers going at what another throat disagree without being disagreeable when you get out of love of God that's the biggest sin you ever committed I don't care who you are I'm gonna love you why Jesus died for you praise God love me back okay you'll be far from oppression for why for thou shalt not what and from terror it shall not come near thee notice terror fear and oppression he said you'll be far from it why for you shall not fear. And watch this. Behold, they shall surely gather together who? Terror, fear, oppression, but not by me. I'm not the one bringing it. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for your sake. Put this up and amplify it. You shall be established yourself in righteousness, rightness, in conformity with God and his will and his order. You shall be far from even the thought of oppression or destruction. I'm going to destroy you. You're going to lose your house. What if you get that COVID-19? Why? For you shall not fear. Now hold this there. And from terror it shall not come near thee. You know what, 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 what terror is? A terrorist is someone who used organized fear to bring people into subjection. We saw that with 9-11. Terrorists got on the plane. And I'm going to blow it up if you don't do what I say. And it just froze people. That's what fear is designed to do. Don't do anything. Paralyze you. Come on. That's what death threats. We saw them in the early 70s and 80s. They begin to increase. I remember sometimes, you know, we'd be in school and a, a bomb threat would come. And it might not even be no bomb, but just the threat of it. We would be in terror. And all the kids would have to they'd put on a fire drill. We'd have to stand. And the police would come in and do it. Some of you might have went through the same thing. And then when they searched the whole school. But, it, but why? Fear has torment. But notice, he says, you'll be far from oppression, depression, destruction, for you shall not fear, and from terror. In other words, terror, oppression, all of that stuff cannot work unless you fear. It won't come near you. It comes near the person that's fear. Look at the rest of this. Behold, they may gather together. Who? Fear, oppression, terror. Stir up strife. But it won't be from me. Whosoever shall stir up strife against you shall fall and surrender to you. Wow. I ain't got a fear. 
I don't have to feel you can't oppress me. Bad news. I don't care what type of ads you run. I don't care what you send to my house. No, I'm going to be far from it. Pastor this and his members, if you please, are going to be blessed. Through it all. We're going through the fire, through the flood. What a, we don't fear the future. There are people going to be sick one way or another after November the 3rd. And I'll keep preaching the same way I've been doing for 45 years because I'm trusting in Almighty God. Oh, no. Pain. Not me. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, you find out one thing this, this, this pandemic has done, it has brought to the surface what people really believe. It's been already there. If hate was in people, it brought it out of. If racism was in, it came out of. If fear was in, it came. That's what, see, see, a pandemic, God didn't bring it, but he's using it to reveal the heart and what people really believe. Are you listening to me? Uh, trouble, it don't, listen, trouble don't build character, but it reveals character. I'm talking about Christians. What they, who they are really trusted. And I'm going to hit it right away. It's about the almighty dollar. It's about money, privilege, and power. I'm afraid I'm going to lose some of it because I got my big cat tax cut. I got this cut and that cut and I got this and I got these judges in and that judges in and everything is going well. I don't give a hoot about the 200,000 people that have died. I don't care who lose their health care. I don't care about pre-existing conditions. I don't care who's down at the border. I don't care about children in cages. And as long as I got my money in my gated community, I'm doing fine and I don't want to give it up. That's what this election is all about. And so you're going to scare me into help support your convenient lifestyle. It ain't about compassion and people, about abortion. If it was about abortion, really? Then how much of those trillion dollars that went to Wall Street, three trillion, how much of that should be invested to all these mothers that are pregnant, building safe houses and community to encourage them to go on and have their baby? If you really believe in a boy, we ain't talking about life before, but we're talking about post that. How many trillions of dollars are designated if I decide to keep my, it ain't about that. And then look up, I dare you to look up the people who are actually getting abortions. It's more the people that's telling you to vote against it. Studied out by gender. But if you do, you know. Now here's the scare tactic. You're going to be a sister to murder. Oh, Really? God go hold me responsible for a decision that someone else made and send me to hell and hold me to murder. I just read about the blood of Jesus said your sins and nickel you remember no more. How am I going to get through? Oh, so everything was forgiven on the cross except that one. What about lynching? It's the United States Senate anti-lynching bill. Make it a felony, a hate crime. Knocked it down. Said lynching is all right. 
Wonder how many innocent blood has died through lynching. No one talks about that. Mm. So what life is more important? Life before the womb or life after the womb? Or is life generally important? Which then did Jesus die for? All of them. Don't try to scare me to anything. God says, my sins and iniquities, he remember no more. Read 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, verse 18 and 19. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not holy, not imputing the men their trespass. So don't tell me I'm accessory to nothing. This is the junk I'm getting, so I'm going to preach about it. If you don't, if it make you uncomfortable, quit telling them to send it to my pastor. Say, y'all need to leave him alone. Send them an email. What I'm trying to say, all that is stoked in fear. What might happen? What's going to happen? What happened? Instead of what is happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. What did I say go to? Isaiah 54. Did we do Isaiah 54? Did we put up a statement? No, put up a statement. <laughs> Satan's oppression, <laughs> destruction, and terror <laughs> are all fear dependent. Fear makes them work. <laughs> See, fear has torment. You can't, oppression, it don't matter what the world is doing. It don't matter what the world is saying. It don't matter about sickness, disease, COVID-19. It doesn't matter about Obamacare, healthcare, it don't matter. What if you lose it? What it don't matter about pre? It don't matter about none of that stuff. If I don't fear. Why? It need, he said you'll be far from oppression. You know why people are oppressed and depressed? Because they're fear. There are people already. Oh my God, if this happens, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose my car. You're being oppressed about something. That's you reached out in the future. They're fear dependent. Fear is what makes them work. Look at Acts 10, 38. Mm-hmm. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good, doing what? Healing all that will oppress of the devil. Satanic oppression comes from the enemy. And Jesus went and preached the word just like I'm preaching, and they didn't fear it. I'm telling this congregation, anyone that want to uh, believe it in, 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 in streaming, fear not. That's satanic oppression. Don't let what you're seeing and what you're hearing begin to oppress your mind and rob you of your sleep and rob you of your peace. It's all of the devil. Jesus came. All those that fear sickness, fear disease, that, that was in fear. Everyone was in fear because Satan was killing, stealing, and destroying. But Jesus would say, fear not. Be not afraid. And he would speak the word and will break that satanic oppression and fear off of people's lives where they didn't have to live in terror. Good news, a savior has come. It was the devil oppressing folks. And that's what he uses. He uses fear to oppress people. It's a fear attack. The fear, 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 fear. And who's behind the fear? The devil. I said the devil. I didn't, don't look at me. I'm not the devil. It said right there, the devil. The devil. Satanic oppression with fear. I'm going to scare you into this. Scare you into that. Let's go to our fourth scripture. I'm almost done. And if you're uncomfortable, good. But like I said, don't come to me unless you got the Bible. 
Because I'm going to give you the word of God on everything you think you know. So I'm open. Counsel, well, Pastor, how you feel? Oh, good, I'm glad you said. Let me share what the word said. But don't come to me about what somebody else said and what somebody else believed and that platform stuff. People don't keep no platform. They use it to manipulate. I don't want to hear that. What scripture? Well, I just said, well, don't come with the uh, uh, proper six because I just told you about it. Let's, let's deal with all of it. You don't cherry pick what scripture you want, knock me across the head, least it. Well, now, let's don't, that other, that lying stuff don't matter. Oh, it's got everything to do. Because lying is about trust. And if you're going to lie to me, I can't trust you. Well, I'm going to trust the liar. I don't trust you with my children. I don't trust you with my life. I don't trust, I trust God because he's the truth. You hold up a Bible and still be telling a lie. That don't mean you're telling the truth. The devil can hold up a Bible. Huh? If you give the devil a Bible and put him in the Supreme Court and they put him in and say, do you promise to tell the whole truth, the truth, and nothing but the truth? The devil say, I do, and he just lied. He lied like a rug. So that don't mean, ooh, but they got the Bible. Yeah, but they don't believe none of it. They don't execute it. So I don't want to hear that stuff. Don't, 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 don't. Let's just fear not. <laughs> Let's go to Isaiah 41. Let's try that. So you can catch your breath. Because every time I tease like that. <gasps> why, are you, why are you doing that? <laughs> what you afraid of? <laughs> What's going to come out of your mouth next? The truth. Do the truth scare you? Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear not, for I'm with thee. I'm just going to read this one. Be not dismayed. I'm your God. I will strengthen thee. God says, I will help you. All through the Bible, God says, fear not. I will uphold you. We're talking about living life without fear. Why not? We're redeemed. I will hold you at the right hand. Behold, they incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. And be it shall be as nothing. They shall stride and shall not perish. Thou shalt seek them and thou shalt not find them. Even them that contend with thee and war against thee shall be as nothing as a thing of naught. For I am the Lord your God which hold thy right hand. Saying, fear not, I will help thee. Fear not, thou worm Jacob, you men of Israel, I will help thee, saith the Lord. Who? Thy Redeemer. The Redeemer is speaking. I redeem thee from fear, the Holy One of Israel. Put this up in Amplified. See, I have a problem. You're going to say one thing and then going to change. No, 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 no. We won't hold people accountable. That's our problem. I'm talking about Christians. I'm going to hold you accountable. You tell me something is deadly and is killing me and, and this and it's highly uh, transmittable through the air and it's affecting that you know that and knowledge and then you don't tell me later on you say something going to disappear as a whole. I have a problem with that church. I can't let that go. You can downplay it but I call it lying. And I ain't going to trust no liar. Fear not, there is nothing to fear. I like that, for I'm with you. Don't look around, you in terror, all this stuff coming, don't be, terrible, don't be dismayed. For I'm your God, I will strengthen and harden thee to difficulties. You know what God said in those difficult places? I'll make you strong to go through it. 
Uh-huh, yes, I will help you. I will hold your hand and retain you with my victorious right hand of righteousness and justice. Behold, they that are rage. I'm sure there's some people that are a little, but that's all right. Read the rest of this. And inflamed against you shall not shall be put to shame, confounded. Those who strive against you shall be as nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you and no one to find them. And they that war against you shall be as nothing now, nothing at all. For I am the Lord your God. You hold your right hand. I am the Lord who says that you fear not, I will help you. Fear not, you worm Jacob, you men of Israel, I will help you, said the Lord, the Redeemer, the Holy One of who? Israel. So who's talking? The Redeemer. Say I'm redeemed. All right, let's close with being Psalms 107. We're talking about redeemed from fear. Yeah, I'm going to hit this hard. I'm going to take the word of God. Why? Because I'm going to live a life free from fear. I'm not going to let nobody on the left or right. Call. See, some people think, well, you just said, no, 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 I'm judging fruit. I'm judging fruit. You can stick your head in the sand. I'm going to judge fruit based off of the word of God. Why? Lives are at stake. It's one thing to not tell the truth and lie, and it's just, but when lies are dying and Christians are in denial and there's so much division in the church that we've never seen, and there's a reason for this. Wake up. When have we ever seen this type of chaos? Like I said, it's all about money, power, I'm going to lose my tax break. I don't care less who dies. I don't want to lose my vacation home. My Learjet pop. Okay. It's quiet in this Presbyterian church. Psalms 107. Let me close. I'm just telling you. We don't have to live in fear. Look at Psalm 107, verse 2. Let the redeemer of the Lord, what? That ain't all what it said. Whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. You remember? You remember MC Hammer? Can't touch this. I'm redeemed. You can't touch this. Sickness, disease, poverty. He hath redeemed you from the hand of the enemy. The blood has paid the price. Can't touch this. COVID 19 can't touch this. I'm saying, ooh, I wouldn't say that by you. Then fear is keeping you from saying it. 
Because God called things that be not as though they were. I ain't saying that to impress you. I'm acting like my father. I'm saying I'm redeemed. I'm saying with long life, he's going to satisfy me. I'm saying my needs are met according to his riches and glory. The Bible says say so. And if you won't say it, it's because you don't really believe it. Because the spirit of faith speaks. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 says, I bleed, therefore have I spoken. We bleed, therefore we speak. And if you're too afraid to say it, there's some type of fear still down in you. I say in the name of Jesus, I have a debt-free house, a debt-free car. I'm the lender and not the bar. I owe no man nothing, but I'm prophesying. Well, we want to say that. Well, you're redeemed. Remember, you're talking to your redeemer. Jesus is the apostle and high priest of our confession. Put up. My statement as I get ready to close. Someone said, whoa, boy, you come. Now I'm hard on the devil. Just trying to put people in fear. Our authority then is released by our mouths. Activate your redeemer. You must say so. How many of you know that Hebrews 3 verse 1 through 3 says, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession. When I speak the word of God, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to my redeemer. I'm redeemed from fear. So redemption, my authority is to be released by the words of my mouth. I ain't trying to impress you when I say I'm redeemed from COVID-19. I'm redeemed from accidents. I'm redeemed. My life has been redeemed. That's what the word of God says, Psalm 91. I'm just saying what God said. How can I be alive saying what God said? When I say I'm the lender, not the bar, I owe no man nothing but the love. How can I be a liar when saying what God said? You're calling God a liar? You're, calling, you're saying the blood of Jesus didn't work? Christ had redeemed me. So I'm going to say so. Look at Psalms 19, 14, and then we're going to do Psalms 91, 1 through 12. Look at Psalms let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable, O Lord, in thy sight, O Lord, my impenetrable rock and my redeemer. Now it says the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Don't never speak anything crosswise of your redemption. I'm sick. I'm broke. I can't make it. I might have a car wreck. Well, what did the word say? Those words are not acceptable to God. God says, no, no, you're the healed. You're the blessed. So you got to make sure you read the word of God, put the word in your heart, and let it come out of your mouth. Everything we say is not as, I'm just, boy, I tell you, I hope I don't catch that. You know, so-and-so got it. I think I'm going to get it. My <coughs> no, that's not acceptable to God. I'll probably be the first one later. I tell you, boy, this economy. <laughs> that's not acceptable to God. Your redeemer can't act on that. He says, speak your redemption. I'm going to show y'all something, too. I got one minute to, for y'all, not my kid. Psalms 91 says, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will what? Say of the Lord, he is my rock, my fortress, my, my God, and my truth. Hold it right there. I will say the Lord. I will say the Lord. I will say the Lord. What is he saying? David is confessing his redemption. I mean, uh, uh, Moses is confessing his redemption. And if you drop down, can y'all just go to verse 9 or 10? 
It's either nine or ten. Can we do that? Can we just drop down to that? Because, there it is. Because thou hast made the Lord thy refuge, even thy most high, thy habit. When did he make it? When he said it. There shall no evil befall thee, no plague will come down where you dwell. You see, what, 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 what is Moses doing? And by the way, this was written by, by, by Moses, not David. And it was talking about the night that the death angel came into Egypt. And the blood was put over the doorpost. Just like the blood of Jesus has been put over every house. And the Bible says the lamb was slain, one lamb, and the blood was put for one, for one lamb for every family. This blood is not just working for you sitting here. It's working for your family, your children. And when, when the death angel came, this was the song of Moses. Go back and study it. I dare you to watch, if you have it on film, the Ten Commandments carefully. It took me a long time. And watch when that scene come. They were singing Psalms 91. They was confessing their redemption. What's coming on Egypt, what's coming on the world, COVID-19, sickness and disease, poverty, lack, foreclosure, what's coming, won't come on me. Because I will say to the Lord, let the Redeemer of the Lord say so. I'm talking to my Redeemer. I will say to the Lord, faith is released by words. The angels got hearken to your words. And he said, no evil said. What, what happened? When the deaf angel got there, it passed over their house. Sickness, disease, COVID-19, death, poverty, none of it. And I want you to know all this mess is passing over your house. Every believer, you at home, is passing over your house. Poverty is passed. Car wrecks, sickness and disease, calamity is passed. It sees you, but the Bible says it won't come now where you dwell. Why? I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. When that deaf angel seen the blood, he said, I can't touch this house. I can't touch this house. I can't touch their finances. You got to confess your redemption. And fear will make you say, I wouldn't want to say that. You better say it. Don't wait until calamity comes. Don't wait until the symptoms get there. Don't wait until you lose your house or car. Start saying it now in the name of Jesus. And you make the most high your habitation. And there shall know. Watch. For he has given his angels charge over thee to keep you in all your ways. You remember what Jesus said? When you speak his word, not only do your redeemer go to work, Luke 12, 8. I'm going to close. I know y'all guys hungry. He said, whosoever shall confess me before men, I will say to the Lord, he's redeemer. He's my healer. When you speak, notice what he said. He, this is Jesus, he shall, the son of man, also confess me before the angels of God. 
When you said, I will share the Lord, he is my refuge and my God, him shall I trust. The Bible says, you made God the most high your habitation and there shall the, the angels went to work. We got angels, praise God. Ministering spirits, but they hearken to the voice of the word.